I am here testing. Yes. Hi, Spike. Um, this is Susanna. Okay. What me? about what about we start? Yeah, I can hear you. What about we start from three, two, one? Okay. Okay. Hi, everybody. This is Spike and Susanna from Angelic Aspialis. We're doing a podcast for Where We're Mad here. This is episode three. We'll be talking about um, the comic book that we've been working on. Yeah, an idea that we uh, had. It's it's still in development, but I we thought we'd give you a little sneak peek. Now, this episode is due to the nature of the uh, comic. I think it's likely to be marked explicit, so younger listeners probably shouldn't, you know, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Anyway, so moving on. Yes, we've marked it explicit. Anyone who's easily offended uh, by language and whatnot might not like this. So, okay. Here we go. Our comic book is called Happy Hour, and we had a working title of Jester. So, yeah. Hmm? Yeah. So, we've been working on a couple of characters. Um, we'll be doing them together. Um, uh, one of my characters is called... Well, actually, no, I don't want to give it away. But <laughs> um, So, one of the characters is based on a Alice like character um but she's a little bit quirky it's hard to explain i don't want to give too much away um spike would you like to kind of talk about your characters well uh i would uh, say we kind of just created most of them together you know but uh mm. you know like i gave ethan the attributes of you know his needs like a tribute to the odd couple or something like that you know like uh, felix nasca <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know very retro reference but uh, still you know Basically, about this project, we are trying to, uh, it's sort of a drama with a bit of comedy, probably a comedy drama in a way, maybe mashes in a way, sort of. It's different though. But, you know, we want people with various hindrances and, and you know, illnesses and, and uh, you know, conditions and stuff, you know, that sort of thing, like anxiety or depression, which... Uh, we basically want to uh, flesh them out as uh, heroes of some sort. Yeah. And show that uh, your disabilities or conditions don't define who you are. You know, you you are the person that you want. You can be the person you want to be, regardless of what maybe what may what you think may be stopping you. You know. Yeah, that's what we've been trying to say. Um. And that the characters, or like my character, is based on a little bit of me, but also a little bit of other people. Like it's kind of like a mixture of everybody um, with, without being um, kind of copied from a character from a TV show or something. We've tried to make our characters really original. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, 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 we actually have some uh, sample dialogue um, if, you would, if uh, you're okay with me uh, reading that. Yeah, you can do that. So uh, here's some sample dialogue. We were trying to figure out the uh, the personalities of the characters. So, okay. So just as a background, we have Alice and Ethan in this scene. Alice, you know, she is, uh, okay, let's see. You can imagine her with the scar near their eyes, something subtle. And uh, I'm trying not to give away too much, but we wrote a whole character uh, list of things that they do and stuff. Not list of things that they do in the story, but list of you know, what they like and stuff, based on Rick Riordan's resources. You may know him as the author of Percy Jackson, the, that series of books. But, uh, yeah, he has a really handy character guide that, uh, yeah, has everything. 
So, uh, you know, she sometimes lies, and but she's really good at solving problems. And uh, she has an ambition to be a superhero like the rest of them. She wants to change the stigma on mental health. And as for Ethan, he is her boyfriend. And he is he works as a pizza delivery guy. And, uh, you know, he has he lacks patience sometimes so yeah keeping in mind the draft that we have right now is uh you know it's we we were trying to sort of figure out how they would speak so uh Susanna would you like to play Alice sorry what was the question would you like to play Alice and I play Ethan do you have the document open um I don't right now sorry um because I'm doing this on my phone um on on the computer you can Hi. So, what did you say? Um, remember, we had Google Docs. We had the Happy Hour document. That's all. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I can get it up. It's going to take a while. Um, that's okay. We can fill the time in while you're getting that up. It's all good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, she, Alice has a good heart, and uh, she has a Venus flytrap as a pet, which we don't show off in the scene. So, while Suzanne is loading up the scene, we can just tell a bit more about the characters. You know, uh she walks a bit differently. She has some anger issues. She has depression, but you know, you, uh, Susanna had the idea to have a jumpsuit that was half black and half white, much like her hair. And which I personally visualize as if one side's black, if the left side's black and the right side's white, then uh, the right side of her hair is black and the left side of her hair is white, sort of an inversion. That's just my idea. I sort of came up with there to perhaps visually distinguish her hair a little bit, possibly. Who knows? But uh, this is just sort of a background stream of consciousness into the creative process that Susanna and I have, you know? Yeah. And it's on this podcast because we are dealing with issues of mental health. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Inspiration for making the comic book. Yeah, Definitely. It's still in the early stages of development, so we thought we'd give you a sort of not too in-depth because we don't want to really spoil too much of the story that we got. I mean, you know, we're still building kind of the story. It takes a while, you know. But uh, mm. we, we figured out such details such as Alice is agnostic and Ethan is an atheist. And, uh, you know, uh, he uh, Ethan used to live in New Zealand when he was younger. That's one example of something that doesn't really give too much away. And um, of course, you know, I personally love movies myself, and so does Susanna. We both we both love movies, and uh, I decided that Ethan should have a red headband, much like uh, in the Deer Hunter. <laughs> you know, nineteen seventy eight war movie for those not familiar. Now it's it's not uh, flawlessly paced or anything, but however. You, it's certainly worth watching, in my opinion. The first 50 or so minutes are literally set at a wedding and it's like there's no plot happening. But then they get to Vietnam and there are some of the most intense sequences of Russian roulette that you will ever see in a movie. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, have you got the document up now? Yes, I have got it up now. All right. Ready to uh, read? And yep, sure. action. Okay. You do deliver pizzas, don't Except you? this time, the guarantee for not delivering on time is my brain's across the windshield. What was the location again? When you see the dust cropper... Crop duster, dust sorry. Crop, when you see the dust crop... Dust it's okay, keep going, keep going, it's all good. 
Wait, you see the dust, dust crop duster? Stop there. Oh. The crop duster. Yeah. No. A present for the cannibals. Yes, the dust. Just crop fucking dust. drive. All right, and uh, you know, uh, basically, Ethan's just saying two against one. Tell him to go faster. And faster, faster, under Be more convincing, Atlas. Headed to the middle. That's the spirit. Where'd you put my watch? Where did you put my watch? It's it's in the in your pub. We're screwed. Screwed. You have the phone stuck on the wrong time. Wrong time. The debate this is now, Ethan. And we have a time cut. Ethan and Alice are now at the crop dust, and now the taxi driver stops the car but locks the doors. He he says, I hear everything. And then Alice says, If I cut off your ear and feed it to you, will you hear it? Alice, anything? what the hell? <laughs> okay, I admit that's funny. Next panel, Alice reaches for the knife but can't let him see it, can't let the taxi driver see it. Don't move. I want the money. Ethan says, There's no. And Alice covers Ethan's mouth and finishes his sentence by saying, Chance you're getting that money. That money is blood money. What if I don't mind, says the taxi driver. <laughs> okay, it's not blood money. Or is it? It isn't. No, it is. Um, Ethan, say something. There is, there's no money. Let us go. Ethan. Alice cuts the driver's throat. Blood spurts onto the windshield in copious amounts. <sighs> now try to... Goodness, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man, I just love that line. I'm sorry. Um, so Alice grabs the keys and uh, unlocks the car. They run and they run and they run and they're exhausted. They reach the house and Ethan takes out a gun. A gun, Ethan? I sneak It's efficient. Efficient? If anything, it saves the environment more. Now walk very slowly. Don't do anything unless I say. And all the other creatures. Got it? Alice? <laughs> I, I love you, but it can be difficult. They sneak in. Ethan raises the gun and Alice her knife. Both of them discover quickly their creaky floorboards. And um, it's it's sort of just a sort of unfinished thing. So that's the end of it. So, uh, yeah, there we go. That was the sample scripts that we have for Happy Hour. Now, what do you think about the ideas we've developed for Happy Hour so far? Um, I thought they were quite good. Um, I feel like... Alice is quite a good character, and Ethan is quite good. I feel like opposites definitely, can work. yeah. That's what I that's what I was saying with the odd couple thing earlier. <laughs> yeah, and of course, and of and, course, um, because uh, yeah. because we uh, because because you said motherfucker on the podcast, we'll have to turn on the explicit label in the on on anchor on the computer. You know, <laughs> that's, okay. that's okay. I'll 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 uh, I'll talk about that in Messenger afterward. It's all good. <laughs> That's okay, yeah. So, yeah, we also have uh, another character that we sort of fleshed out called Sloane, who uh, doesn't really have a gender. And, uh, yeah, um, we, we thought of a uh, we thought of a really conservative type named Mr. Trevor Orange. I know, haha, real subtle. You can tell that we personally don't like Trump. Well, um, <laughs> I, I, I don't mean to speak for you too much, Susanna, but, you know, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay, um... And we're also working on other characters as well. But, oh, I'm thinking maybe we can do some characters that are like animals or Possibly. something. Possibly. Oh, mm. but I, I don't like graphic violence toward animals, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's me personally. Um, but, yeah, animal characters. That that could be a thing still. You know, have a dog tear a guy's mm-hmm. throat out, maybe. <laughs> maybe a ghost. Um, possibly. But, uh, yeah, basically, you know, we just... 
whoever's listening in right now, you can just hear us sort of spitballing ideas and stuff. So, you know, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. Uh, I also want this to serve as a reminder that, you know, anyone who, you know, I'm, I'm not going to specify, but I have a few, I, I have at least one issue um, with with uh, my mental health, which I'm not going to disclose here specifically, okay? But uh, I feel like, you know, making this and going through writer's block and going through the the fear that it might not be as good as I want it, you know, everything like this and going through cr- the creative process, I just want everyone to know that you can do this, you know? We're, 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 we're creating a story together, Susanna and I. We're creating a story and... I want this to serve as a motivational reminder that you too can create a story if you like, and you can make it good, damn good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, what else do you want to sneak a peek into on uh, Happy Hour? Oh, notes. Alice and Ethan, I think, would have high functioning autism because I have mm-hmm. high functioning autism myself. Yeah, and so do I. But yeah, I feel like, you know, the characters would naturally have that as well because it, it comes, like the writers come from a background yeah. of um, like autism. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah, the whole uh, write what you know thing. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So yeah, we, we thought of the heights, we thought of the political positions of characters. Alice is independent. Ethan is, let's see, I'm just looking through it right now, left wing. Trevor Orange is ultra, ultra right wing, like, you know, Chuck Norris or, or that sort of thing, you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, Sloan, I feel like we haven't talked about Sloan too much. We haven't really written anything for them, but uh, we, we try to put, we try to put natural diversity in there, you know, where there's uh, gender, gender fluidity, definitely, but I won't specify any more on that, obviously. Um so we wanted to sort of make him a sort of leader figure and we're not quite sure whether the organization they really work for together would be spies or superheroes what do you think like a bit of both a bit yeah. of both i i, I kind of thought so too yeah hmm. and i'm thinking uh perhaps we could get other people to help us maybe with um uh, character development or maybe artworks or other I things? would say, you know, once we design the characters, we could uh, uh, I don't know like, uh, maybe they can base it off our character designs and stuff and I'm not sure how complex the backgrounds mm-hmm. would have to be but at the mm-hmm. same time, you know, I, I'm all for, like, I love the idea of creating a comic because of visual storytelling. Visual storytelling is just fantastic, you know instead of instead of someone instead of someone uh, saying to the camera or whatever, saying to the panel, oh, I, I, uh, I hate this person, but I pretend to like them. You know, you can have a visual of them, you know, hugging as friends, but then you see the guy's face and he's like, his eyebrows are down or whatever. And he's like, Ugh. you can clearly see it in his face, that sort of thing. I just love when you can show mm-hmm. and not tell. And I, I think visual arts like comics and movies and shows really just help with that, in my opinion. So what do you think about that? I feel like, yeah, I like comics because it's a visual and uh, there's a lot that can be done with a comic that you can't do with a book. I mean, you know, I've read a few books. The last one I read was uh, Animal Farm, which was well done, actually. But uh, at the same time, you know, I can't help but think because of our movie background that 
I, I'm not sure the way you see it, but the way I see it, uh, the uh, sorry, let me think. Um, yeah, the oh, I lost my train of thought there. Oh yeah, no. Um, the book, the books have a lot of text to describe things and describe inner monologues and motivation. I know dialogue can still have subtext and all that, but I think that movies combine the best of everything. You can put in music. You can put in the exact visuals that people imagine, you know, there's absolutely no mistaking what the visuals look like when you're making a movie. I get that books can build the scene, which is nice, but I, I mainly think that you can put visuals and music and stuff together better in movies, but you can put visuals together better in comic books, I guess. You don't really get music in comic books per se, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. That's an interesting train of thought. Um, well, I like I like both books and comic books and movies, but I have a inkling for comic books because well, we're doing comic books, some kind of well, obsessed yes, with them. yes, definitely. I mean, a lot of for, at least from my end, a lot of influence from movies is coming in, sort of that visual language because it's a bit similar, in my opinion, kind of. I don't know. I mean, comic books tend to be still images rather than you can't really use moving in comic books. You have to imply movement with the arrows and stuff, you know, obviously. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so we might wrap up soon because um, I, <laughs> I don't want this, I don't want this episode to be too long. Okay. So hmm, do you have any final thoughts before well, we finish? I hope this, uh, I, I think I'm, might have spoken way too much i'm sorry if i didn't let you speak enough that's uh, okay but uh yeah i think that it's going along quite well we're working on it when we can and uh i'm gonna borrow this from my podcast but i usually end my podcasts but from the film geek collect like you know i'm i'm a guest on this podcast so okay i i usually i usually end the film geek collective podcasts by saying if you want to inspire, if you want to innovate, if you want to electrify or something like that, uh, we need your voice because you can change things for the better. And then I just, I ended. And I think that last message is a beautiful thing to send to people. So, yeah. Interesting. Should we do something like that uh, for this one? Possibly. You can make it like a regular sort of thing if you want for this one. You can create one, you know, an intro or an outro mm. or whatever. Anyway, so we got to wrap it up. Um, yeah. Impromptu wrap up, anyone? <laughs> okay, so thanks everybody for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. We really enjoyed having this conversation about our comic book and what it entails and what the future of our comic book happy hour would look like. Thank you for listening. Yep. Signing and off. Bye. Now.